So basically, when you get older, around the age of 35, you know, things kind of start to break down a little bit. It's not working as, as good as it used to when you were in your 20s or even... You st it's it's a gradual decline, I feel like. It starts around 30. Yeah. Maybe even 28. And it's hard to freaking put into words, really. It's like little things here and there. Like you're... You're waking up in the morning, for example. There's, there's a good one. Like you would snap two when you were like 20 years old. Like you didn't even have to rub your eyes. Like you would just wake up, your eyes would open, you're wide open and ready to fucking go at 20. What about all-nighters? It used to be like you pulled an all-nighter and the next day you're like, ooh, I'm so tired. Yeah. And now it's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, well, here, here's a perfect example of me. I've gone like two days, three days with zero sleep and no drugs, no nothing. This is just all natural, zero sleep for like three days. I wouldn't recommend doing three days because you start to get a little bit of hallucinations happening, minor hallucinations. Like I would see- No big deal. I would see like little bumblebees that weren't there and things like that. But like two days was actually kind of normal for me. Like I would go regularly, no sleep for two days. Cause I'd be up like working on programming or hacking or doing something on my workstation. Um, now, did you say bumblebees? Yeah. Okay. Before the bumblebees, though, you start seeing <laughs> you start seeing shadow people. First of all, oh yeah, shadow, no, shadow people. That's actually your mind is like opening up to to another dimension. Yeah, yeah, it's called no sleep. But <laughs> <laughs> so going forward to like thirty, you know, waking up in the morning becomes a little more of a it's like a drudgery of of having to drag yourself out, and uh, you feel heavier. Really, like your your limbs are heavier, like you're dragging your arms and legs. Like it's a it's more of a task to get out of bed when you're like 30. And then when you're like 35, that becomes even more of a task. And it just gets worse after a while. And then and then there's like you get tummy aches, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, for example, eating foods. Like you can literally eat anything and it didn't matter. You can eat the spiciest shit that you wanted. Like the sweetest thing that you wanted or like it didn't matter. Like you can drink alcohol forever. It's a well-oiled machine. Yeah, it's it's operating. But the thing is like we're abusing it, right? When we're <laughs> – you're supposed to – like people keep their shit in like pristine condition, like things they have, things that they value. Yet they will abuse the shit out of their body Well, maybe to that's no the end. problem is you're sitting there like, I am so old, something's wrong with me. And it's like, no, you just are abusing your body and your body took it and took it for 35 years. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, that's enough. It's like the gaskets are fucking worn out now. <laughs> <laughs> oil pan needs to be replaced. <laughs> <laughs> There's like oil leaks here and there. <laughs> it's just not, uh, you know, it's kind of like a Mercedes. You're good for about 100,000 miles. And after that, the the problems start to kick in. So yeah. minor problems here and there. You know, you'll see like the automatic windows, the right side just stops working for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking reason at all. So I've got a, I got a good four years left yeah. before I'm in com complete decline. In disarray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're still, you, you've started the process. So. But this product is made in Germany. So. That's the thing. German made. Is uh, generally they use it's good, not too flashy, good parts. but it's reliable. German-made products are, you it's know, gonna last you a lifetime. High-end products. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got good parts. 
But, uh, you know, if you had some Chinese-made stuff, for example, <laughs> it's like those are throwaways. Like the dollar store has those throwaway plates, They're the paper plates. You use them once and you throw them away. You don't want made in China. <laughs> they send it over here. In, they send them over in bulk and yeah, they don't last long. No, they're not meant to. They're literally designed to just be thrown away. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about products. This yeah. is not racist. What? No, there's nothing racist about this. Why would I even say? We're talking about paper plates. Yeah. But yeah, I'm sure there's correlations. And and then there's <laughs> fine china. Yeah, that's the irony though. The the fine china seems to be, according to the consensus, is the best dishware you can but get. But it's not reliable. You can't use it every day. It's not meant to be used every day. That's the, you know, you show that off and then uh, you don't even eat out of it, really. You yeah, just put you it just on the put table. it in a cabinet. <laughs> you look at it. Yeah. <laughs> but you'll take it out once in a while and use it. You have to it dust away. it and put it back. Yeah. That's just basically like uh, Ferraris and Lamborghinis. You, you take it out for a drive. You don't want to drive it on a daily basis. It's not like God knows what can happen to it. Because it's it's such a precision, perfect machine. But that's the thing, though. If you keep using those things because they're so precision, uh, you know, you get anything that like bumps it really hard or, or you, you jar saying. it. Like a laboratory has like very high end like measurement devices that can measure the movement of air in a room, in a dead room that has no air moving. But it's measuring like molecules bumping into each other. It's so precise that like, for example, if somebody slammed the door, it would create so much wind and move so much molecules that it might actually destroy the sensor on that thing because it's so sensitive. The point is that these machines are designed to such levels of precision and designed to do one thing and one thing very good. Like they are going to fail at anything else. And if you keep abusing this, probably not going to uh, last very long. Kind of like supermodels. <laughs> <laughs> They're good. For, you know, once in a while you take them out and you use them, but like it's not meant for long-term stuff. It's going to break down on you. It's going to lose its shit. There's going to be bad things that happen. <laughs> it's going to go Amber Heard on you. Basically, yeah. Amber Heard is the perfect example of that. She's, uh, you know, she looks precision, but then like under the hood, if you bump it somehow or do something to it that it it's doesn't gonna like. It's going to poop on your bed. Yeah, it's, it's going <laughs> to drop a nugget on your fucking bed. <laughs> You don't want that. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the Anyways, way that goes. Uh, so my my back is on the fritz again. I don't know. It's on, <laughs> <laughs> it's on the fritz? It's on the fritz. What the fuck is that? I'm 31. I feel like it's time to start using that I don't, word. I don't know. If I've been waiting. Is that word like German or is it like Jewish? Because I've heard both I don't of know. These. My dad says it, but. but uh, He's a German what, Jew. Yeah. He's <laughs> not. He's just German. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I've always wanted to use that word, and and I felt like I wasn't qualified. But now I'm like, you need to be a certain age. Yeah, but now I'm I'm like I'm just gonna whip, whip that bad boy out. Yeah, try try it on, see how it feels. These people who were at some kind of a college fucking gathering where they had to like discuss what triggers them or some shit. One of these guys gets up, and he's like 
point of privilege, point of privilege. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it must be some kind of a fucking like I have the conk now, so I get to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's what that means. They're like, this is microphone privilege. And yeah. I'm aware of that. And I just wanted to address it. So the speaker's all like, OK. And he addresses this freaking uh, this woke moron. And he's all like, you know what? All the clapping's triggering me. I, I can't I can't deal with it. It's giving me like some kind of a PTSD reaction. Yeah, they're like, people have sensory issues. Oh, sensory overload. That's yeah, sensory overload. <laughs> point of privilege. Point of privilege. Point of, point of privilege. This is it's sensory like all these overload. It's bizarre things that yeah. don't make any sense. <laughs> what the fuck are these people is what I want to know. <laughs> Where did they come from and what the fuck are they? So this guy is saying this and everyone in the crowd agrees with him. But instead of clapping because sensory overload, they're all doing these like little jazz finger things in the crowd. They're like, like, I just want to drop a <laughs> nuke on that crowd and just erase these people from being part of the social fabric. Because I feel like be. this is a cancer that's <laughs> going to spread. Like you can't even clap anymore if you feel like something's good. You just have to quietly raise your hands and do some kind of fucking twinkle dance with your fingers, uh, jazz hands. Like what the fuck is going on? The whole point of clapping is to let the person who's speaking know like he's doing a great job. We like what you're saying. We're clapping. Now we're just going to look at a bunch of morons like flicking their fingers in the air. Someone needs to go Game of Thrones Cersei on these motherfuckers. Get them all in one area. (laughs) That green fire shit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's what needs to happen. (laughs) Because that's what this is. I feel like this is like exactly. They're trying to do the walk of shame on us. Yeah. And we got to end that. That's literally what's going on. I feel like this whole cancel culture and all this bullshit. It's all the same thing. It's like a weird pseudo religious like organization that's formed and it's called wokeism and these woke morons will go around shaming people for things that like have that people have been doing for freaking you know thousands of years apparently now these fucking kids they're kids behind you most of them like you don't see any of the older ones doing this these are mostly the the younger generation they're trying to judge the older generation and tell them that everything they've been doing for thousands of years is wrong, yet they don't know what the fuck they're talking you know about what, half the Mike, time. Mike, for saying that, that makes you a bigot. Good. So, yeah. If if one of these woke morons tries to, like, shame me or insult me, like, I take that as a point of privilege. <laughs> point, <laughs> point, of point of privilege. Point, point, of, point privilege. of privilege. It's a point of pride for me. I'm going to do some ASMR jazz hands right now. Can you hear it? Yeah. That's literally, here's what it sounds like. Um, that's giving you're me, gonna, that's too loud. Listen, you're, <laughs> gonna, you're gonna hear an entire fucking room of morons just making this sound. Because they're <laughs> clapping, you know? What is happening in this world? I don't know. But if you're being insulted by one of these leftist morons who have like, you know, apparently woke up from some kind of slumber. <laughs> if you're insulted by one of these people, I would say... Uh, you should probably take that as right. a yeah, take that as a point of pride because uh, you're not part of that insanity. Because they're insulted by logic and biology. It's the feminists. It's the feminists. See that you, you got to go back to where did this all start from? The feminists started this whole fucking thing, and then it got its real start during the Me Too movement. When like people are like, oh, we have power. We can cancel people. We can cancel Hollywood. We can cancel this and that. And they kind of got emboldened from all that. And they and they also noticed that all of their complaining was being listened to. That was the first fucking mistake 
that Hollywood made and the first fucking mistake any of these corporations made. Catering to their emotions. Yeah. They basically started paying attention to the complaints of absolute morons. Why the fuck do you care? These are, this is the minority, by the way. Why don't, why would you cater to the minorities, uh, you know, Well, you got a whole generation of kids who um, learned when they were very young that they could throw a tantrum and get attention. Uh, for whatever yeah. it is that hurt their feelings. And so now... You want to know why that is? Because these kids grew up in a single-family, female-headed household, and the father probably wasn't around to smack the kid around every time he did something dumb and was rewarded with candy or something else by by this single mom. Like, please and, don't cry, please don't cry. Yeah. No, cry. Uh, <laughs> and if you, if you keep crying, I'm going to give you something... That you're really going to fucking be crying about. (laughs) Like, that's how I grew up, and uh, I'm just fine. Remember that video we watched about that, uh, the mom and uh, dad that were in divorce court? He was trying to get, uh, the father was trying to get more child support because he was a school teacher. And she was like a a real estate investor, apparently. And uh, she was making fun of him the whole time. It's like, oh, you're a little teacher. Like, you only make 50000 a year. By the way, she was only paying like $400 a and month. And she was laughing and being like, you're just so poor. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? She was only paying him $400 a month for two kids that she didn't want. So she basically dumped the kids off on this guy and is like giving him $400 a month uh, for child support. So this guy takes her to court. And she's bragging about making, you know, $150,000 a year. She's got like, you know, some Louis Vuitton bag that's $15,000. Anyway, the judge basically like forced her to pay this guy $2,500 a month, which by the way, this kind of thing is so rare. It's few and far between when you see this happen. Where the roles reversed? The roles are reversed. Yeah. It's usually like they're basically going after some guy. Because usually the man is the, makes the main. Yeah. Uh, income. But that's the thing. Like this person uh, who made $150,000 a year, this mother, if you want to call her that, I wouldn't call her a mother. You're not a mother unless you're around your kids, raising your kids yourself. Like giving birth to uh, a baby and then tossing them out because you'd rather make money um, and, and dump the kid on your husband, you know, and buy yourself $15,000 Louis Vuitton bags while you're giving $400 a month for two kids, like that's disgusting. Yeah. But, you know, this is like uh, female empowerment now. Well, and he said, he's like, I just want them to live the life that she lives, which is fair. She should want that as a mother. Yeah. Uh, By the way, I saw this, um, this meme in a Facebook group the other day, or it was basically like a bunch of like women's body types, like different body types. And it said, like, we need to stop uh, assuming that we can determine a woman's health by her body. Like, by the yeah. way, her body looks. And I'm <laughs> well, just what like, else would you determine? I'm like, why do these people hate biology and science? Like, you literally can't determine yeah, that's another a thing. person's health. They refuse science their... and biology. <laughs> yeah, like, for that's what I'm saying is, first, it was the whole... Uh, trans thing like you like men can be women and women can be men guess who else uh refuses biology feminists this is one of the biggest issues yeah they're like women are just as strong as men without discrediting biology and science they can't move forward in this absurd fucking agenda of theirs of you know total equality which is is absolutely bullshit it's impossible 
Well, yeah, I mean, even, like, and they're doing it to themselves, though. Like, the feminists have taken it so far that they, they found themselves trapped in their own cognitive dissonance. And they're like, now it's not Mother's Day. They want to change Mother's Day to Parents' Day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or uh, pregnant women to pregnant people. And it's like, you guys are just fucking yourselves over now at this point. Because, like, you wanted equality. And now, like, y- like your movement is getting like basic rights taken away like you yeah. can't even be called a woman anymore hopefully in the in the coming years this is what i see happening the recession is going to uh, basically wipe out all of these woke morons because you know the, you have to be in a position where you have absolutely no problems at all to be able to complain about the minutia that these people complain about all day like karen's for example you would never have karen's in a recession because you know why she doesn't have enough time to like walk around (laughs) with a fucking camera uh you know recording black people uh, having a barbecue at the park for two fucking hours hanging around there yeah (laughs) like recording this scene and trying to call the cops on them waiting for the cops to show up like this bitch has nothing to fucking do She's she's got enough money, and then she called the police. She's like, and they're using charcoal. Yeah, like she's yeah. Like, they're ruining the environment. <laughs> this is a, this is a problem. Like every like we have it too good in this country, and having it too good has created this like woke, Karen fucking mindset where you feel like being offended is a crime that you can call the cops uh, on people for, or like you know canceling. Netflix because there's a show on it that you don't like. Can you imagine how stressful it must be to be them though to have the weight of the world on your shoulders? Yeah. Like everybody's what everyone is doing is your business. Like that sounds that sounds Here's difficult. what's going to happen. <laughs> In the next couple of years, the recession is going to get so bad, people are going to lose their jobs, money's going to get tighter, and these Karens and these woke morons who are, you know, uh, running around on college campuses doing jazz hands because they're offended by clapping, they're going to be out there, uh, you know, doing anything they fucking can to try to make a buck so they can get by. They're not going to be concerned with claps. They're not going to be concerned with what the fuck's on Netflix. They're going to be concerned. Smacking them in the face. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to be concerned about where their next meal is going to be coming from. So this, these woke woke tards are going to get wiped out but that's here what needs soon. to happen is that reality needs to be so harsh on them that they realize it exists because yeah. they're they're living been, on fantasy so, island yeah reality has been so good to them that it's allowed them to be in this uh, fantasy world yeah so that's i feel like all that shit's gonna go away soon so you know i i take some solace in that they have it too good and they just they're like well we need to find something to complain about but they're also the most depressed generation too because yeah. it's like they have nothing to fight for exactly nothing, they have Very no good. passion because there's nothing there to- that's exactly right so they've done studies on this and they found out that you know happiness is relative and uh, it's based on a hedonic state right so If you have a person who wins the lottery, they've discovered that these people, after a while, get to be depressed and are more upset than uh, amputees who were, like, in recovery. They found out amputees in recovery felt, on average, a lot happier and more positive about themselves than a person who won the lottery. Yeah, so, like, I think what you're saying, like, happiness can't exist without sadness or hardship. And really, like, 
happiness on a scale can only be compared to the happiest you've ever felt, right? So even each individual person, it's like their happiness scale is going Yeah, to what I see happening is uh, there's going to be a lot of misery coming from these woke tards. They're going to realize that they now there's real things to complain about. But guess what? They're not going to have enough time to complain about those things because they're out there working their asses off. Hopefully. Yeah, <laughs> to survive. As an um, added benefit for them, uh, they're going to start to learn some common sense, hopefully. And uh, out of that will come a lot more happiness for them because comparatively, as things get better after this recession, they're going to have a relative hedonic state that's a lot uh, better than they are right now yeah it's like it's it's crazy because you know like especially in 20 uh 2020 was it yeah 2020 2021 everyone was like all these crazy things were happening in the world and it was horrible not like it's a good thing that that happened but maybe in a way it kind of is like people needed that Especially the younger generation who'd never experienced any kind of anything before. That wasn't anything. You were locked in your house for like a year, basically. You could still go out. You just couldn't go do all the all the like public, uh, you know, things that you could do before. But it was a scary. I mean, even for us, it was like a crazy time because we didn't know what was yeah, going to happen miserable. to the world. Yeah, but it was scary too. I remember people were like, we were hearing people are dying all over the world. We don't know when this is going to end. And then there were all these natural disasters that suddenly started happening everywhere. Yeah. And then there were the, killer the fires. Bees. The, yeah. And you know what I mean? It was just kind of like, what's happening? Is this the end? But it wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> like um, Ukraine right now, for example. Yeah. Compared for sure. to like actual. Yeah. Still like, exactly. Horrible it's relative, right? <laughs> occurrences that you can have like war. Where you're Palestine. being invaded, like people dying, like like imagine like being driven out of your house where you're at right now. Let's let's just do a scenario. You're sitting around your house, you're living your life, everything's just fine. All of a sudden, like Russia basically comes in, rolls in with like a huge army of tanks and guns and like r soldiers that are raping fucking people, right? Yeah, and why don't you're you just go like, tell them about your pronouns? Yeah, exactly. And you're basically like, I need to get the fuck out of here because they're going to be passing through my town and they're going to be raping my my sister, my kid, or my wife or something like that. I need to get my family and get the hell out of here. And you basically leave everything you've known behind and you fucking take off. If you do that, some people don't take off. They stayed there and- you know, these, these Russians basically roll into these towns, they execute the men, they rape the women and children, and then they shoot them too. They basically, they, they create these huge communal graves and there's just bodies wow. just dumped yeah. in them. I mean, that's essentially genocide yeah. at that point. Yeah, it is. Comparing the lockdowns to something like that, that, that the lockdowns were horrible for us because we had it so good. So we see I'm that saying, we see that, that as such a horrible thing, but really, like you compare that to anything really insane, and you're just like, wow, what a bunch of babies! Like well, you that's were what locked I'm saying. in. The fact that it was such a big deal for everyone, including us, means that maybe, in a way, it was uh, like a little bit character building that they have been, you know, yeah. like people needed. Like to this is the way. This is the way you can look at it. it. This is the way you can look at it. It was basically like um, you were grounded for a year. Because <laughs> you couldn't leave your room, right? Yeah. <laughs> so the fact that, you know, people thought it was the end of the world because they had to fucking stay in their rooms or whatever or be grounded for like a year 
They thought this was the end of the world. Just goes to show you how good we've actually had it. You know, there's people in Ukraine fighting for their lives right now, dying. And it's just a nightmare for them out there. So if you exposed these woke tards to something like that, I guarantee you they'd come back from that and you would not hear any fucking complaining about what's on Netflix, what kind of jokes comedians are making, and, uh, you know, any of any of this fucking jazz hand bullshit or any of, any of that nonsense. Like, you wouldn't hear complaints from them because they'd be like, oh my God, like, this is so great. Like, I love the way things are here. Like, I could, there's nothing I can possibly complain about if they've seen some hardship, but they haven't. So this is what you produce when you have too much prosperity. Maybe that's why the 90s were like the greatest time because we had kind of just reached that pinnacle where everyone was still able to appreciate how good things were and just kind of live peacefully. You know what I'm saying? The millennial moms basically raised these Gen Zs yeah. And the Gen Zs were like the pinnacle of fucking woke tardism. Like they're the ones who are like this TikTok generation. That's them. Yeah. But <laughs> a lot of the millennials have subscribed to that too now. To to what? To the wokeism. Yeah, they've jumped on board. Well, yeah, because they're the ones who raised these kids. So that was basically the generation that did that. Well, you know how they you know how they like to label everybody an ist or a you know, phobic or whatever. Like if you say anything uh, to refute uh, their logical fallacies, they'll give you a name. They should just be called wokists because that's not a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> they would they would take it as a good thing. So let's just call them wokists. Like we all know. Like locusts? Really I call them woke tards. Is this the collapse of the Roman Empire or is this no. just another like we're freaking out like this has happened all throughout history and we're just like oh god like well it's happened here people are getting so dumb now <laughs> no it's it's happened here like six different times already so recessions happen natural happened. ebb and flow but i don't just mean the recession i'm talking about all of it like we've been talking about the wokeism like how crazy society is getting it's like are we just old now and we're we're looking at them being like these uh, this next generation of youngins like they're they're no good you know no i don't think it's that at all i mean yeah i know but i don't think we're that old <laughs> like i think we're you, too you, young to be feeling that yeah way. like you you start to see that kind of stuff happen when like a person gets like senile a little bit and they're like they're getting old and just it's more like cranky. the older people who are like bitcoin like if if I can't see the money in my hand, it's yeah. not real. <laughs> Is it even there? Is it even there? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I think I think most of that is basically people um, who have just uh, you know we've gone through uh, such a prosperous time in this country. Um, people have just kind of not had to do anything to to become intelligent or survive, like. Like people don't have any survival skills, for example. So it's like most like, most people don't know how to cook. They don't know how to cook, and I think that's like a like you don't have to be a good cook. You can you know you can get by on just like cooking okay. But like most of these people don't even know how to do that because everything's like Uber Eats and and like they're they're eating out all the time. Like they don't they haven't learned how to freaking cook shit. When this recession hits, you're not going to be out there, uh, you know eating out at restaurants you're not going to be ordering uber eats freaking three times a day 
you're basically going to be having to rely on your skills, which, by the way, you don't have any. So you better start fucking learning quick. And that's why these recessions or times of hardship produce, uh, I think, quality people. They yeah. produce. So it's about to happen again. I think so. Well, you know, it's so it's more like the natural ebb and flow of how a society works. Anyway, guys, until the next one. Bye.